You're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your host, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Not anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional. Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of Casual Swinger. My name is Mickey. And I'm Mallory. So this is a little weird, right? This is an out of sync, out of cadence. Like we have all these interviews that I did while I was in Jamaica and we were like, what do we do with them? I wouldn't call it weird, but it's exciting. I think it's great that we're uh, getting this together for the listeners because especially people who have been to Jamaica, like for example, Brandon and Shellboy, right? If if you've been to Hedonism, you'll know those guys because Brandon and his team and his company runs the cat cruises and Shellboy is just kind of a staple on the beach. So. You know, if you know Shellboy, you know Shellboy. Right. So, and I, I mean, it was a short little interview with Shellboy. I spent a little more time with Brandon and of course I spent a good bit of time and a good bit of this episode is Shelly Ann Fung King. Yeah. She, and she's the man behind the curtain, right? She's the CEO of Club VIP, which right. covers Club Mo Bay and Club Kingston mm-hmm. at the two major airports in uh, Jamaica. So what Club Mo Bay is, is a specialized priority experience for arrival and departure from Jamaica. Right. It's it's departure lounges, it's arrival lounges, it's a, it's a uh, expedited path through customs, Yes, which is, which is really important because a lot of the feedback we've been getting and, and your feedback was as well that it was almost crucial to and invaluable. from, right, especially on the way in because it, you just you get bumped to the front of the line. Yeah, so, so. the biggest thing I think that Club VIP does, and again, that's the, the majority of what you're going to get in this episode is that interview with Shelly Ann Fung King, uh, which is the best <laughs> fucking last so, name ever, by the way. I still giggle every time you say her last name. Uh, she even said it in the beginning of the interview. She said at their interview, it was the it was the funking awesome wedding. And, <laughs> and it's just so, she was so much fun to hang out She's with. She's adorable. I love all the things that they do for their employees. You guys got to listen to this and hear I mean, just how they managed to keep all 480 employees during these furloughed times. Uh, and yeah. the things they did, and I don't even remember if we got into all of it because we showed each other so many videos. They made TikTok videos and stuff and like hung out together. All that week. was so cool because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's something I started doing for mm-hmm. my team at work. And granted, I, I had a learning curve there, a really hard learning curve. So I thought that was really special that they went to those lengths to stay engaged in touch uh, and informed with each other. Yeah, and they shared recipes and like competed to like who could have the best presentation and the best looking recipe for different. And they had you know okay here's the here's the stuff you can use and make a recipe, make something and share it with everybody. Like they did so, so many cool. neat things to keep their employees engaged. I absolutely loved interviewing with her. As a matter of fact, we're going to have her back on the show. They've got some new amenities coming for Club Mo Bay. So when that happens, she's going to reach out to me and we're going to get her on the show proper. Yeah, I have to say they've done a really good job. I can't I can't identify one person that had a Mo Bay shirt or, or name tag on 
that wasn't pleasant, knowledgeable, helpful, um, courteous, like they, they either they, they're picking the most exceptional people or their training program is exceptional or a combination of both. So the fact that they did everything they could to keep these people on makes sense, but it's also very noteworthy. Well, one of the things that Shelly said during the interview that really stood out to me is that her opinion of Club VIP is that they're the first impression you get at Jamaica. Oh, that's, yeah. So it's super important to them to make sure that that impression is a good one because they want you to come back. And it was just, it was so neat to be able to sit down and talk to her and really get an idea of what the goals are of Club VIP. And of course, after that, uh, I had I had to sit down with Brandon from in, from Island Charters Limited, mm-hmm. and Brandon is such a dynamic personality, and he is he really has such a cool perspective because he's a white guy that was raised in Jamaica. Literally, I'll never forget the first time I met him. It was our first trip to Jamaica. We decided to go on the cat cruise, and he opened his mouth, and I was like, "Huh? I, do I have water in my ears?" <laughs> it was just a little surreal because you just didn't expect that. No, and he says he gets it a lot. He was such a good sport with me asking him questions about it, and I think I asked him a few off the record too, but it just, it was so like, okay, I got to know how much like shit did you catch growing up? Did you get bullied? And, you know, he wasn't. Like, no. he, he said it was just, a, he was just another guy. He was just another kid. Isn't that you know? amazing? And, and it was so neat to to hear, you know, a, a lot of the, the stuff that we deal with here in the United States uh, and racially and culturally, and it just didn't even it didn't even occur to them. They're like, no, and that was awesome. I, Nobody need taught to be them more to like hate. That. Yeah, you no know? one taught them to hate. So that's just fantastic. Another little tidbit about Brandon is: Do you remember when we? I was I'm terrified of deep water, so it was a big deal for me to jump in and snorkel. Oh, and then he kept diving down, and he got me the sea urchin smells. Yeah, well, you, I love so. Do you much. know what else was down? <laughs> a great view of your beeve from the bottom <laughs> of the water. <laughs> right, so he was going down and getting you. Don't ruin it for and, me. And checking you out all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't ruin it for me because I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. And then they, two, th- out of the three, the two of them broke in my, my yeah, suitcase. I was really, that. really bummed about it. But He was happy to get them for you, though. Yeah. In my head, I'll, I'll never forget that. He probably doesn't remember because he gets to see naked girls all the time. But yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is uh, he is an amazing boat captain. Like, that dude is legit. You remember the last cat cruise? We had the big boat, and he drove it. He did, and he got us, and I mean, by a and excuse my language, by a cunt hair. Like oh, yeah. he, like the way he can turn and navigate that boat is just—it's ridiculous. Like he drove so that impressive. big boat like it was a Honda Civic, and <laughs> it was—it was absolutely insane watching that dude drive that boat and you know taking us up to Rick's because you know when you're with when you're on a boat with us and the rascals. We do some stupid shit. We do. <laughs> we do. And especially uh, in the May trip and maybe the November trip, there's a highly likelihood of afternoon storms. Yeah. And he'll find a way to get around them. Mm-hmm. And not just around the storms, but out, uh, around the rougher water, too. Yeah. Like, I have never been on a boat when Brandon um, has been driving that it was you know, a little scary or iffy or uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't think he does it, but anymore he doesn't. Now he's the director of operations for right. the whole thing, so right. he doesn't captain the boats anymore. But he said that we can request him and he will drive for us. Oh, that would be amazing. Which is pretty cool. And then last but not least, of course, we had Shellboy in here. So uh, these are really just a collection of interviews that I did as part of research for the story for ASN Magazine, as part of 
research for episode one for and it ended up being episode one and two for this mm-hmm. new season yeah and it, we just want you to get a picture of what it's like to go to Jamaica and meet these people and be a part of their lives yeah and I think this is maybe like a tenth of the t- content that you brought home and there, <gasps> there's just so much but I think as a companion piece this is this is worth a listen it's not our typical episode but it's still worth a listen yeah it, it's more just kind of getting a window into the world of what covid did to jamaica and mm-hmm. how people are getting by we still mm-hmm. had a great conversation with lindley grant mr reasonable that i just I, the audio just was too bad i just couldn't yeah share. it was that was a little rough we may blow the speakers out of people's cars yeah, um with the that. wind can't do that so can i just tell you my two takeaways yeah, um, listening to some of these. So the first one is, again, and I think I said this last episode, they don't focus on the ne- negative. It's a really beautiful thing. They understand things happen. They understand, you know, the world has changed a bit, little bit, but they always put a silver lining on it or always refer to being grateful and blessed and moving in the right direction, even though maybe it's not okay right now or it wasn't then, that it's always positive. And that's really admirable. I think as human beings, it's easy for us to get stuck in a rut and look around and feel like the hole we're in is getting deeper. And we focus on that. We don't focus on the ray of light that's coming through the top. And they do an excellent job at that. They very much do. You know, I, when I was talking to Shell Boys, I happened to be down by the beach and there was nobody around. I mean, there, there were construction crews. You could hear a lot of construction going on, which is pretty rare on Seven Mile Beach to be able to hear mm-hmm. that much construction. Mm-hmm. But Sandals was building these uh, jetties to try and prevent the loss of sand mm-hmm. uh, due to erosion, which all ends up on Hito's Beach. So Hito doesn't really mind. But, you know, it's uh, he, we were the only people out there. And Shellboy saw me, and he was so excited. He almost lost – he walks around with a soccer ball on his head a lot of times. And uh, he almost lost his soccer ball running over to say hi. I've never seen him drop that thing. I know. He ne- well, he that, didn't. He didn't, but he, he it definitely I was going to say. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was just like – you know, where, where is everyone? Where is everybody? And we started talking and, and he told me how, you know, that he was, he was fishing and and climbing trees and getting fruit to eat. And because there was no money, none. And he said, but that didn't bother him as much as not seeing his friends. Yeah. See? Yeah. See what I mean? I think just they're better people than we are. (laughs) They really are. (laughs) Deep down. Yeah. They're, they're generally better people. And I, and I, love them for that i really do they make me want to be a better person which sounds really canned and cheesy but it's true yeah i think the weirdest part for me though was going to hito and not really having sex come to mind at all like that that is strange it was really strange it was like i was breaking a law (laughs) i was like can i just like can you just send me some booby pictures so i can jerk off or something you i know and i failed you i never did send you any pictures (laughs) i suck his wife anyway the second thing that I noticed listening to these interviews and you just referred to Shellyanne is she says, we are the first people you meet and we want you to have a good impression when you come to Jamaica. Jamaicans are really, really good at nonverbal communication. Very, very, they're good at expressing it and they're very good at reading it. Yeah. You know, you pissed a Jamaican off. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to sit. No, there are ha- no words exchanged. None, especially a Jamaican woman. <laughs> if you made a Jamaican woman angry. <laughs> but also like the pleasantry and like if they read something on you, they'll, hey, love you okay today? Like yeah. it, it, they're just really, really good at it, which shows me that as a culture, they're very empathetic. Yeah. 
Again, yeah. it, we it, can learn a lot from them. It doesn't suck. It really doesn't. Uh, it was, oh gosh, let's see. I was down by the bar because I was, I was taking some video down by the bar and uh, one of our favorite bartenders was down there. And I just kind of had a look of concentration on my face and she came over and she threw her arm around my shoulder and she says, I'm not sure who needs the hug more, you or me. So I just figured I couldn't get Aww. <laughs> So that was my girlfriend. That's okay. You can have as many as you want. <laughs> I'm going to remember you said that because you said it. In <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, we're going to get into this without further ado. This first interview is with Shelly Ann Fung King. She is the CEO of Club VIP. That's Club Mobay and Club Kingston. She's going to talk to you a little bit about what those guys do and how they do it and how they got through the COVID experience. And we'll be back right afterwards to set up the interview with Brandon from Island Charters. Folks, you've been listening to Casual Swinger. Shellyanne Fung King, like funking awesome. <laughs> Everybody teases me about my last name. So it's Shellyanne Fung King. Fung King, yep. Actually, when I did my wedding, it's funny you should say that because we, we had um, a boat ride and the tagline was a funking awesome cruise. That's so cool. So we got a kick out of it. <laughs> That's amazing. So yep. how long have you worked with Club Bay? I started in 2013. Wow. I started in sales. Really? Yeah. So you're going to stick with this then? Pretty much. <laughs> it's a good it's a good company to work for. Prior to that, I was with Sandals for 17 years. Really? Yep. And what do you do now for Club Mobe? I'm the CEO. You are the CEO of Club Mobe. So Club Mobe provides an amazing experience for visitors to Montego Bay and really all of Jamaica because it's a leaping off point for the rest of Jamaica for a lot of the visitors that are in the tourism space, right? So what is, what's the mission for Club Mobe? Well, we want to make sure that the airport experience is seamless and flawless. Obviously, it's the first impression of everybody coming to the island. Mm -hmm. And we're perfectly positioned at the gateway to paradise, both in Kingston mm -hmm. and right here in Montego Bay. So we want to make sure that people are comfortable, they're relaxed, they're engaged. Mm -hmm. You know, especially for first-time travelers, never been to the island. Mm -hmm. They want someone to help them to navigate through all the processes so it's easier for them. And that's what we're about. We want to make sure that people know that it's all about convenience, it's all about relaxation and comfort, you know. It's really cool. Yeah, so we're the first and last impression of the island. Thank you so Hi, much. You? I'm wonderful. Happy to see you here. And, oh, I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy <laughs> to get punch. my, my Mobe rum punch. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, so when we talk about COVID, COVID was a huge hit to the world. But to Jamaica, Jamaica's tourism industry is 30% of their GDP. Correct. And a massive, massive hit to unemployment, right? When, people, when tourism went away, people lost their jobs. How hard did that hit Mobe? Well, Mobe got hit just like the rest of the world. It was incredible. You can Thank take you. off your mask. Yeah. Mobe got hit just like the rest of the world, as is expected. Like you rightfully said, mm -hmm. people are unemployed, laid off, you know, mm -hmm. furloughed, that kind of thing. So when you think of that, and because of all the linkages with tourism, it also affected other areas, like farmers were affected, local craft shops were affected, all the attractions, obviously. Mm -hmm. Even in the case of Club Mobe, we were closed from March. 
and we just open when the borders reopen and even when we reopen we are seeing a lot less persons coming in because they're a little bit hesitant now they want people like yourselves come and experience it and talk about it right well, yeah that's exactly what we intend to do so. which is a great thing to do honestly it really is because people want to know that they're safe and that's what we're about now which is why the testing and everything that you went through today is for that purpose we want people to know that look COVID is something that we may have to live with for a while. Mm -hmm. And because we may have to live with it for a while, we have to coexist. And how can we do this and show people, show the world that it's still fun? Mm -hmm. I mean, even though I'm in a mask, you can tell that we're engaged, we're smiling. 100%. You know, you can feel the energy. And that's a good thing about Jamaican people. We're resilient, one. Mm -hmm. And two, we're passionate. So, I mean, you can feel the level of passion that's oozing through our skin Smile from service. Smile with our eyes. Smile with our eyes. Yeah, I exactly. See that a lot. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about the training because when you lose that many employees, they don't all come back, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe some of them find other jobs. Sure. But, I mean, my representative was sensational. Natasha mm -hmm. was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Have you had any trouble bringing employees back? Did you lose any employees when well, this happened? We have 480 employees. And I will tell you this. When we closed our doors, we were still offering them a stipend, monthly stipend, mm -hmm. separate from what the government was doing for those who are qualified. Mm -hmm. And that's because we wanted to let them know that we care. Mm -hmm. So they were getting that. And every single month, we gave our team members care packages. Every single Wednesday, we would do a video that we, the management, would do mm -hmm. and send out to the team to keep them engaged. We had competitions going where they could earn cash prizes and prizes to go shopping. We had... Um, a video with talent pieces no See, way absolutely we were dancing we were singing we we're dj competitions we did every single week at nine o'clock in the morning something goes out we also have what we call worship on wednesdays and i'm telling you all of this because i want you to know that the team members are so engaged that when we were realizing that the situation remains fluid the numbers were not looking as the way we wanted to just yet because the hotels were not open we found that the folks said you have an option you can we can extend, we can choose to come back to work. Some people may want to choose to be made redundant, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Every single person has said that they're coming back. So much that we've started to do online training. We've been doing reorientation, which is mandatory. Every single team member has to do reorientation. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about the new protocols, it's also about the service levels. How it is that now more than ever, people that are coming, they expect to get exceptional service because it's a hard-earned money. Yeah. This is something they didn't have to do, especially now when they could be staying at home and doing road trips. Mm -hmm. Because we want them to come to Jamaica, the service level, the quality service has to go up. And that's exactly what we're keying um, in on, keen on. And all our team members have gotten that training. And at the end of every training session, they complete a test. If they don't get a certain percentage, mm -hmm. they're not able to come back to work until they get the percentage grade that we want. Wow. So and most of it is on customer service as well. Out of 480 employees, you guys didn't lose a single one. Not one. That is unheard of. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. And so these employees, that obviously they provide a premium service. Mm -hmm. I mean, come base a premium service. Yes, it is. Do you find that you struggle to articulate the value or do you guys sell out a lot? I mean, before COVID, that's before COVID. There's see it like everything else. There's a season, mm -hmm. right? And our busy season is right after Thanksgiving. So from Thanksgiving all the way through to the say May, mm -hmm. we're pretty sold out very often, especially on the weekends. 
because what we'll find is that all the planes are coming basically at the same time and they see the value in our service and they know what it's like, you know? Mm -hmm. So from that standpoint, pre-COVID, we had no problem keeping our lounges full. Mm -hmm. Now we don't oversell, which some people may be of the opinion, we do not go above capacity. You don't? Okay, that's good to hear. We've never done that. I know some hotels may do that strategy because if people cancel or no shows, and, and we understand why, but we go with a particular um, capacity and we stick with that. Got it. So when we talk about Club Mobe and Colder specifically, mm -hmm. the lounges. You know, it's. I mean, are you doing anything special in the lounges for social distancing? I mean, I know that I had to put on hand sanitizer for the 19th time coming through that door. Uh, better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. I have, my hands haven't been this clean in 44 years. We want to make sure you're pure to go to your hotel. <laughs> so, um, what sort of precautions have you taken in terms of training staff, mm -hmm. in terms of sanitizing areas, mm -hmm. and in terms of social distancing? All right, let's start on the staff end. Every team member before they come into work, well, first of all, they used to wear their uniforms to work. Now they don't. They have to put their uniforms on or they're here so that we know that it's especially for people who have to go on public transportation. So there's that component of it. Every team member is temperature checked. We record it. So we are monitoring it. We also um, ensure that they're too like you are sanitized. Once they get to the workstation, they're told exactly what it is that they need to do. They understand that there's a lot more in terms of the cleanliness aspect of it. We have to focus on that. Um, what we've also done as well is we put our team members intentionally on rotation. And the reason we do that is we want we know that there's exposure, right? Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that our team members are safe. So we put two weeks on, two weeks off. So during that two weeks off, right, they're getting rested and in the event that they caught something, at least, you know, it's not infecting the entire operation. It makes a lot of sense. I actually would never have thought of that to rotate them out. Just, I mean, those two week intervals kind of match the gestation interval of COVID as well. Exactly, and that's what we're doing. So we do that with our team members. Plus, we're also giving them an opportunity for everybody to get some work, you know, because obviously we can't bring all 480 right away. No. We have to go based on the numbers. It's only six flights a day, right? Exactly. Some cases, seven, some five, but average about six flights is what we're seeing now. So there's that. And then once the guests, from the guest standpoint, when they come, they too will be temperature checked. We also have sanitizing for them as well. Every single guest, once they get out of a chair, we sanitize it before we put the next one in. Uh, in terms of our buffet, everybody knows that we always have self-serve buffet. Now it's a, a health buffet, assisted buffet. So we have a, a buffet attendant who will provide the pre-packaged items. All they have to do is identify what exactly they want, and then the person will serve it to them. This is hard to talk in this. <laughs> Well, I'm hearing impaired, so I usually read lips. Really? Yes. I read lips myself, yes. so it's hard. It's maddening. It's uh, driving me crazy. It, it drives me absolutely crazy, and that's why I put the crazy face on. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's for some of the people out here, for example, the ones who were wearing face shields and masks, I couldn't hear them at all. Like, no. her first girl was soft-spoken, and she was getting frustrated with me because I wasn't answering her. I'm like, I didn't know you were talking, which yeah. is really, really tough. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it'll get better over a period of time. I think it's just new for everybody, mm -hmm. so it, it will pick up. But so, there's that as well. As a premium service, Mobe may have some visibility into what's coming after July 1st. Mm -hmm. uh, because I think a lot of people are curious. I mean, right now, this isn't tenable 
for the normal volume that Jamaica's used to with, with passengers coming in and, and going to hotels. So what do you what do you think is going to happen? I mean, if you don't have any visibility, do you have any opinions on, on how this process is going to get streamlined for 30 to 50 flights a day versus mm -hmm. six? Well, here's what I do know. When we started on day one, the process has immensely improved by day two. Yeah. I mean, we are learning from our mistakes as we go. Obviously, there's teething pains as we go along, which is why the government gave it a two-week trial period. After this, then they're obviously going to decide what's going to come next. Now, what I do believe is going to happen, eventually we will not be able to do the test necessarily at the airport. It may be a case, and like I said, it's very fluid. This is just an opinion. It may not very well pan out. But I do believe that maybe the answer is probably going to be pre-testing. So they get the clearance prior to coming here so they don't have to do this. They know that once they get on island, mm -hmm. it's vacation time. Which would be wonderful. That's right. how it used to be. Once you got here, you were disconnected from the planet. It was, right. You were just Jamaican. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. Obviously, come July, I imagine that all the airlines are going to start picking up. Because of the volume, it's so low, we could afford to do what we're doing now. Sure. And we can also use this opportunity to get data, which is king. Everybody knows data is king. From it, we can just, you know, basically look and see how many persons are coming the, the percentage what threat it, you know it rates to the, the nation mm -hmm. and then we decide from that but so far i think it's being managed very well considering everything else that's happening i think very well it was interesting mm -hmm. uh, but because i had club obey it was a lot less painful yeah i can say that definitively right but i will share as well and I think also the government recognizes the value that we add from a customer service standpoint. We now have about 20 team members that works in conjunction with the Jamaica Defense Force as well as the Ministry of Health. You will see even along the touch points, there was someone from Club Mobe. There was, I noticed that. Even if you're not on a meet, so that every single guest to the island will get a, a little experience of it because we understand that, look, we are an extension of your person's vacation. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are. So we want them to see the smiling faces, even if they can't see the lips, they can see the eyes, they can feel the personalities, you know? And that's what we want. You don't want to feel like it's too clinical or, you know, to be afraid. We're here to remind everybody every step of the way that, look, this is a necessary thing that has to be done and it's going to be fun. I believe, personally, that the Club Mobe is a great way to kind of get over what COVID brings. Right. right, because once you get into Club Mobay, you it, it's a lot more like home, right? It's you get that hospitality and that passion, mm -hmm. uh, maybe that you don't get waiting the summer holidays, possibly, you know what I mean? Right. Even if you do take that, but just standing outside waiting, this yeah. is a very interesting experience. Do you think that people that do go through all of this and maybe are a little turned off by it mm -hmm. because it is it's different, mm -hmm. do you think that Mobay helps restore some of that? I think we do help to restore it because of, like you said, it's almost like cheers. Everybody knows your name. You feel great. When you walk off that plane, we're identifying you by name. Mm -hmm. People love their names. They want to feel special, mm -hmm. right? It's that element of wow, knowing that someone is there to cater to your every need. Walking you through, navigating you through the whole process to alleviate some of that concern. And then when you come to our lounges, you can have a couple of red stripe, you can have a couple of rum punch mm -hmm. to get you in that good. move. Exactly, feeling really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like you said, it's a more pleasurable weight. You could be sitting in the sweltering sun. Now I know you're here for the sun, but you need to transition as well. So you can check your emails, check in with your family, tell everybody, because we have complimentary Wi-Fi that, hey, 
I'm safe and sound. I'm ready to go start my vacation. It, you, you moved on to the next point I was going to make, which was the Wi-Fi in these facilities. Mm -hmm. Do you guys go out of your way to put a better Wi-Fi experience in because you think many people are coming to the island, they're trying to contact family and say, I got here safely. Yes. And then when they go to leave, they want to reach out and say, hey, I'm back with the world now, right? And not only that, we provide complimentary calls to the U.S., Canada, and U.K. for landlines. Yeah. Yep. So if persons, they left their phone for whatever reason and they want to tell somebody that they're okay, they have that option as well. Plus, they can come to our lounges and have a couple of snacks before their bus ride, depending on what part of the island. In the case of Negril, that's an hour and 15 minutes. You know Easy. what I mean? It used to be a lot longer. Right, but thank goodness it's not. But it's a beautiful scenic ride, but it's great to know that you're filled before going there. You have a couple of drinks, you have a sandwich here and there, and you're good. So what's next for Club Mobe? What, what do you guys, are you guys, I mean, obviously Kingston and Mobe are the two biggest airports, mm -hmm. but are there amenities you're thinking about adding or, or adding in? Or? There's some things that we're toying with the idea, like hotels, they have um, butler service, suites, that kind of thing. We were once thinking and still thinking of it, probably very soon we'll be able to do this, launch like a VIP section, like a true VVIP experience. Uh, where they can get like bottle service, that kind of thing. We may eventually add the um, manager's wine list for folks who are specific to certain brands of alcohol mm -hmm. that they can have. So we're looking at things like that. Obviously we want to uh, extend out to other parts outside of Jamaica as well. And we're looking at that as well. So we're in negotiations. We've been in contact with about 13 different airports that are interested, but we believe in perfecting one first before going to the next so it's more like a plug and play thereafter i like it yeah so if you could tell someone who's on the fence mm -hmm. about coming back to jamaica and back to mobe mm -hmm. one thing what would it be i would say take the risk because guess what you only live once That's right. right and if you're going to allow fear to prevent you from doing what you know you want to do just be safe be vigilant don't take it for granted don't take it lightly don't think that you're above everybody else and you can't catch it because there are people who actually think that they cannot catch it really absolutely you know you have to be vigilant but i would say take the risk it's worth it it's worth it's a beautiful country it's beautiful people why would you deprive yourself of the right to see these magnificent beaches and enjoy this amazing rum punch it really is good. Yeah. I punished it while we were talking. <laughs> As you should. Would you like a couple more? <laughs> right? I'll be in a great mood by the time I get where I'm going. Hey, it works. Well, I want to take the opportunity to thank you for your diligence as a leader. Uh, to do what you've done for these folks. Uh, I've heard from a few different leaders in Jamaica that have gone above and beyond for their employees with stipends to help people in this really unprecedented time. So as a leader, my hat's off to you. But also, thank you for spending some time with us today to talk about this because a lot of people are concerned and people love Club Bay. Club Bay is kind of a... It's the worst kept secret. Yes. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, yeah, I, I think every time I walk through that line, somebody says, "Are they special? Like, is that a? Are they a celebrity?" That's mm -hmm. the treatment you get. Mm -hmm. And I think that's by design. So thank you for what you built here. This is amazing. You're very welcome. And I will tell you one more thing. Our team members are, without a doubt, the most important resources that we have. We found that if we take good care of our team members, they're going to take exceptional care of the guests, and that's what we want. And if the guests are happy, everybody is happy. The families of these team members are happy too because they create payday. So we have zero problem 
investing everything we have in our team members. And I will share not even a dollar revenue we were able to collect from March to present. And we've been pumping as much as we possibly can to our team members who are extremely grateful. And even the participation level from those videos I was telling you about, it's incredible. We only have 480 team members and we have a closed group with these videos. And our views from the videos are like 680. That's I don't know awesome. where we get 200 more. Yeah, they keep watching it, which means it's motivating them. Yeah. If I tell you how many letters I get from team members saying, thank you, just thank you. We have church goers too, and we have what we call worship on Wednesdays, where we have a minister who, for those people who believe in the faith and they're strong in their faith, that they can worship with somebody. And we provide that avenue for them. So That's amazing. Well, my group is going to be thrilled to hear from you. Absolutely. Uh, we all use Club Mobay pretty religiously. Mm -hmm. So this will be a great advertisement for future business, but also a reminder of what to come home to. So thank you again. And uh, if there's anything we can do for you, just reach out and let us know because we love talking about Club Move Bay. So when those new amenities come down, I would love to do a phone interview with you so you can talk about it. Sure. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank All you right. So you're much. very welcome. <laughs>great interview with Shelly Ann. Uh, anything you'd like to add? Well, I just think it really is a testament to how great of a service they have and how well they treat their employees, but more importantly, how they view people coming into the island. I think that if you can use Mobay, you should use Mobay, and if you've never done it before, don't miss out. It's badass. Yeah, I know I wasn't there, but now I feel like her and I are friends. Oh, you would be. <laughs> they even came to see me off, by the way. Like, they knew when I was leaving, and they came and hung out with me in the lounge for a little bit to ask how my trip That's was, so and sweet. she brought a few of her people so they could see my blue hair. Oh, my gosh. They did go crazy for your blue hair. You're insane. They really did. <laughs> so next up, we're going to be listening to your interview with Brandon Paxton from the Island Charters Limited, the people that run the cat cruises, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's a lot of fun to interview, so we'll uh, hit that and see you'll be back here in just a few minutes. Alrighty. Welcome back to Casual Singer Podcast. My name is Mickey. I am still here without the beautiful Mallory. And she's going to be really bummed because one of her favorite people in the world is with me right now. His name is Brandon Paxson. He is with Island Charters Company Limited, also known as the Grill Cruises. They operate the catamarans out of hedonism too. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty hot. It's pretty it's humid. There is slight breeze, but... We're okay. Yeah, it's been it's been a little brutal, man. But you know what? We'll deal. We'll deal with it. Yeah, we'll 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 make it work. So tell me a little bit about Island Cruises and, and what you guys do. Tell me, tell me about your business. Like let's let's hear what you guys do supposedly, and we all know what you actually do. You take naked people out and get them fucked up. But <laughs> well, we we do assortments of cruises and we pick up from different locations. Mm -hmm. So Hedonism 2 is one of our hotspots and one of our hotels that we base out of as well. And we take guests twice a week from here, Tuesday morning at 10.30 and Thursday afternoon at 3 to Ricks. Um, 
we also can do private charters like a lot of the groups come in and they request a private charter just for their own group and things like that that we try to work with them depending on the requests and stuff like that awesome how long have you guys been doing charters and cruises i mean um island charter was established in 1994 um there was it was all it was called island um sun cruises before um the business started out in 1981 we had one wooden 45-foot catamaran. My father was actually the one in charge back then. Um, we also upgraded from in 1994 is when we got our first catamaran and we still got it. And, you know, during the years, we also increased our boats. People were coming in more often. Flow was coming in. So we end up eventually getting more catamarans. So right now, as we stand in 2020, we have four catamarans and we have a luxurious yacht i see it floating out there right now. yes so, so you, you've spent most of your life on the caribbean oh yeah i mean you grew up here oh yeah born and raised here in jamaica yeah it's so one of the first things you know i met you shit 10 years ago maybe it's, probably it's been a long time it's been a long time and uh we were, we were stricken because you're you speak like a jamaican but you're oh, a yes. caucasian dude <laughs> <laughs> yes i i'm a jamaican and i'm a caucasian yes i'm um, <laughs> born and raised here i get the question a lot I bet. a lot of people say you're white but why are you talking like that <laughs> i can't help it I you know I, I get that question all the time but it's not a problem i just answer as as it comes along it, i feel it's natural yeah. You know, I love my culture. I love where I was born. And, you know, God make me this way. And I'm just white. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm a white Jamaican, as they call it, you know. So I, for a couple of years, we, we referred to you as the only white Jamaican we'd ever met. There's a few. We've met a few since then. There right? is a few. But I'm actually the, probably the only white Jamaican that's operating a catamaran. Yeah, in Jamaica. That's probably true. I would say that that's definitely <laughs> true. Uh, so one of the other things that I noticed about you last time we were out, and it was it wasn't one of the times when I did one of my spectacular belly flops off the side of your boat. <laughs> but, yeah, we get that a lot. Uh, yeah, usually because I slip, not because I mean to, but I make it look like I mean to when I come mm -hmm. up and go, I'm okay. Right, right, but, right. Uh, you drive that big boat like it's a fucking compact car, man. You drive that thing like it's nothing. How much time do you spend behind the wheel of the big boat? Um, I used to spend a lot of time on it. Um, I'm no longer actually on the boats anymore oh. as a captain because um, I'm the actual operation manager right now. So there's a lot more going on from my end of the role. But if, if the sense that one of my captains is feeling sick or cannot make it to work, I will fill in for that captain. Uh, I got it. But I used to spend a lot of times, I mean, from like 9 o'clock in the morning till about probably about sunset, which is about 7. Damn. So you I miss to, being out on the ocean? I do. I do miss it. Um, a, lot of, a lot of companies, you know, groups and stuff come in like, oh, Brandon, aren't you coming on the boat? You can be the captain. And I said, no, not actually, I'm not. You know, I'm off the boats now, but I'll make sure that the same service that I gave you, my staff member will apply it as well. Yeah, sometimes you have to grow up, right? It's no fun. We got we got to grow up, yes. Um, but if it's a case where they actually request me, and they give me like a year or half a year, I can probably make that happen. Ah, anything for the customer. Right? Anything for the customer to make them happy. Awesome. That's what we do. So I want to get to the COVID stuff, which is really what everybody's talking about yes, right now. Yes, everybody's but talking about before it. Before I do that, 
tell me what it's like to grow up in Jamaica as, as I mean, as a, I hate to say it, but as a white guy, I mean, it's different, <laughs> right? I mean, it, I get that question a lot as well. Yeah. I mean, raising, living in Jamaica, it's hard. Yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, anywhere you go in the world, it's not easy. Yeah. It's, it's going to be challenges. But for me, going to school and all that, I had a school in my neighborhood, which was recently opened brand new when I was going to school back then. Mm-hmm. And I had friends that we were friends in the neighborhood and we all went to the school together, same grade. So it was very easy for me to get in and not be bullied. Oh, this white guy, and there's like tons of black kids, right? So for me, it was very easy to grow up in a neighborhood that was, you know, loyal, friendly, people are nice to you, that kind of stuff. There is some violence, but not where I'm from. So, so it was really wasn't easy. a big deal. No, it wasn't a big deal. It was just a normal day for me. That's awesome. You That's... know, everybody loves me. I keep, I do re- I, I have respect for people. You know, I try to be the best person I can be. If I can facilitate it, I will tell them up front that, you know, I, sh- I try to be straight with people up front. I think if the rest of the world was like that, we'd have a lot less bullshit. I know. I know, I know. You know, if you don't know something, tell the person you don't know. Yeah, that's very Don't simple. make up shit. That's how I look at it, you know, but... It is what it is. A lot of people are not like me. You know, I can't blame that. But yeah. everybody has their own role to take. Yeah, true. So let's talk about COVID. How did COVID hit your business at Island Charters? Um, it hit me pretty well. Hard, I should say. Um, I've been shut down for the last four months. Damn. Yep. No business. The last, I, the last day, I think, was in March. I don't remember the exact date. But I, that, that I actually did two hedonism cruises on that day. I was supposed to do a hedonism cruise on the Thursday afternoon with um, AWOL. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up pushing them on to Wednesday afternoon because I had a Wednesday morning with um, Topless Travels. Mm-hmm. So I just combined it together and that, that was, was it. it. That was either shut down, my crew went home. You know, the boats are shut down and it's just been tough. But we've been keeping it together um, for the past four months, as I said. Um, we've been renovating. Um, my staff comes in, the maintenance team, they clean, we paint. We're putting in two new engines right now into Tortuga. They're really? actually going to do a test run this afternoon. That's a pretty boat. It's um, one of the prettiest ones out there. A lot of people like Tortuga. They love it. They love the color, the style, how the seats are formed, the whole shebangs. Yeah, it's a cool boat. It's bright yellow with blue letters for those of you that haven't seen Tortuga. It's 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 a fun boat. Yeah. And water slide is on it now. And oh, you guys are ready to jam. So, I, as I said, the boats right now are in their best condition. So, we're ready for the season. So we're ready for anything right make now. Make it happen. Just make it happen. You know, all the problems we had before are all recuperated and ready to go. So you're a couple of days from your COVID certification. We are, yes. We, we recently got our COVID-19 resilience certificate. We did a training on Thursday with all my staff members. Got it. So what does that mean? I mean, what, what, what's different about going out on a catamaran today? Obviously, we'll be able to because you're getting certified. We so are getting certified, but... Um, the the prime minister will announce this afternoon because as we all know the attraction section right now is is permanently closed no attraction is not supposed to be operating right now as we speak 
So we're hoping that the Prime Minister will speak tonight and see what he says to uplift the band of the attractions mm -hmm. and so we can start business. But if it's a case like hedonism, for example, they have their own private water sports so they can carry out their water sports activities. You know, if it's a case, say, like Margaritaville, mm -hmm. a person can't book Margaritaville right now as a tour or like Chukka or any activities that you have to actually leave the resort. Now, I, I expect you probably have no idea, but how long do you think this is going to go on? Huh. <laughs> I mean, any guesses? Um, I know it's a tough question. You look at me like, really? It's a tough question. <laughs> a lot of people ask me that, how long it's going to go on for. I mean, there's a lot of protocols right now, and um, it will go on for a couple of months. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, by January, everything should be mellowed out, where it's a lot easier, the, the bands are kind of lifted a little bit, rules can be bent a little bit. Yeah. But for now, it's protocols, 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 strictly protocols. You because know? it's how you get to stay in business. Exactly. And, I, and, you know, I have to work with the governments, with the rules, and as, as well, I have to work with my customers. Yeah, make them happy. I, I have to make each person happy in a sense. Yeah, that makes know? a lot of sense. Even if it costs me more money or say it costs me more time, I will do it. That's the kind of person I am. I think that's why we all love getting on your boats too. <laughs> but tell me, uh, did you have to lay anybody off? I mean, did it did it really hurt your business? Um, no, I still have all my staff members. Um, when basically the government had a plan for all the the this the person who got laid off for work for the three months mm -hmm. to give them like uh, part time money every two weeks. Mm -hmm. But um, basically, you know, we've been basically helping our staff members every week, every two weeks. So, so you guys they, have been taking been, out of your pocket to help your staff exactly. members. Exactly. So we've been taking out of our pocket, helping our staff members, because you have to understand, they, they, they have families at home. They need to eat. They have bills coming in. So life is still going on, even though they're not working. Yeah, the kids are still hungry every day. Uh, exactly. The kids are hungry, you know, the wife is hungry, everybody's hungry. So, and I try to, and I, what I try to do as well, I try to rotate my staff members work. They come in, they do like a weeks of work, you know, cleaning, mm -hmm. preparating the boat, that kind of stuff to kind of give them some activities so they don't go crazy <laughs> of staying home and looking at the walls, you know? That's the last thing you need is them to go crazy. Exactly. So I try to, try to, try to work with everybody, but my team members have been responsible and as I said, today we did a staff member meeting with everybody, each department, and everybody's complying. And everybody's happy and everybody wants to get back to work. That's fantastic. So they're ready for business. They're ready. <laughs> so what sort of restrictions have they put on you for the boats? All right, for the boats now, the restrictions are, um, I only can take half of my capacity. So say for example, um, one of my catamarans are licensed to take 90 guests. I only can take half of the capacity because what they're doing is that I have to create something called six feet apart. Mm -hmm. But on the boat, it's kind of tricky to do six feet apart. So what they've done is just cut the capacity in half and say, oh, you only can do 50 people. And then each person among themselves should know how to space themselves out. 
encourage people to do their best. That as well. Um, and, you know, my staff members are complaining right now because they also have to wear a mask, as you have probably know. Um, we all have to wear masks. It's very hard to breathe through it. And also, you know, gloves and sanitizations. And we have to do, like, signs and all sorts of stuff. It's just never-ending. But right. we're going to get through it. And people just have to work with us. And we'll work with them as best as we can, you know. So, yes, it's COVID. But, you know, they're also here for vacation. They're not here to be stuck into a room for 14 days. Definitely. They're going to want to do stuff. So... You guys are remarkably positive for all of these restrictions and protocols. That are oh, being yeah, we, we've done um, as well. Um, my when when you're actually boarding the catamaran as well, there is three restrictions that the guests will get attended by my cruise directors, which they have to get a, call a temperature check, which they're going to see if their temperatures are abnormal. Um, they're going to get sanitized and they have to also log in. Wow. So they have right. to do amazingly difficult things. Not difficult, but they have to do, they have to play their part as well. Just turning from the wind. It's a little bit easier. There we go. <laughs> so when we talk about people coming back, I mean, are, do you have, are there these boats booking full, at least at the limited capacity they're in? I mean, we, as I said, we have four catamarans right now. Um, we're basically going to work out of the resorts. Um, if there is a case where I need a second vessel to occupy my full capacity, what it normally will, I will do that. Fantastic. But I just have to know in prior where pe when people are booking me email, they have to send me the numbers that they will have and I will make that happen. How do people book? through your company? Well, they can email us. Um, our email is ceo at cwjamaica.com or they can contact me or the office. Uh, my number is 876-484-3300. The office is 876-878-2287. The person in the office is called Cleve. A lot of people know him. Mm. He deals with the office and the whole managing of that department. Um, a lot of people are also familiar with WhatsApp. It's becoming a very business icon or app. That's I how I talk say. to all my Jamaican friends. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people can also WhatsApp me through message, you know, photos, contract, whatever they want to do. It does everything. It videos, it voice. It does everything. Well, that's how we hooked up for this interview. So. Right. You know, you just contacted me and we're, now we're here talking. Yeah. You know, so, it's as easy as that. <laughs> it is that easy. Well, I want to thank you for spending a few minutes with me today and talking about your company and how you guys have responded to COVID. If you could tell anybody why they should come back and book a cruise for Jamaica, what would you say? I mean, would you, would you tell people to get your ass back here? Would you say wait? Would you be cautious? Um, I would say... Um, Actually, a little of both. Yeah. Um, I do want people to be safe mm -hmm. um, at the same time, but have fun at the same time. So if it's a case where you booked your vacation, because people book their vacation one year and a prior, mm -hmm. correct? Um, so if you have plans to come to Hedonism too or any other resorts, come. But, you know, be safe at the same time. And there are certain guidelines that everyone has to follow just for a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's not life-threatening. 
Um, so yeah, I would say come, come and enjoy the catamarans, come and enjoy the beautiful sands, the water, the hotel, the resorts, we're all ready. Oh, hell we yeah. We already have all these protocols ready to go for you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been hearing from Brandon Paxton. He's with Island Charter. And Island Charter runs cruises out of a lot of different resorts, but most importantly, they run them out of Hedonism too, as you heard here in the interview. My name's Mickey, and I'm on site here at Hedonism too, getting information for you guys. We'll be back with you shortly. one yeah. of my favorite people i really like him he's you know he made time for me because he was so freaking busy i happened to catch him during a staff meeting and he's and he's like i promise we'll do it i promise we'll do it then he had to leave well i texted him and he got on a boat and came back to meet with me no so kidding. Like, he didn't, I didn't just know make that. time he drove across orange bay to meet with me so he dropped what he was doing he's like nope we're doing it mickey i'm coming relax i'll be there and i waited for him on the dock and uh, he came back and got that's me. fantastic you know that that company as a whole even before we get to know them has always been really really good to us they're really good to their patrons and the, the uh, clients of keto yeah so, awesome well and they've just they've, they've got a great outlook on everything and of course they're expats you know his mom patty uh, who's been ill, by the way, and she's doing a little bit better. So. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, but she's definitely been quarantined because she cannot afford to catch COVID. So right. she's like, he's not. they're not letting her out of the house. But things are going really well for those guys. Uh, they're busy as hell. And more importantly, since we didn't cover it in the interview, they are open and allowed to do cruises. So we're really excited to get out there with them and Rachel's Rascals. And, uh, yes, do a cat we're going to have some shenanigans mm-hmm. starting so, in November. Oh, boy. I don't even want to know what kind of shenanigans <laughs> you have on your mind. Oh, right man, now. they get better every year. Oh, I love it. Man. So the, this next one is, again, one of the, the staple humans that you see at Hito. Not a, not a staff member, not a guest. Um, again, the beaches of Jamaica are no one's property. They belong to the island. So you will see locals from time to time um, walking the shoreline. And Shell Boy is definitely a staple. Very kind, entertaining, um, positive human being. He is, and he's he's amazing, and I think he really personifies what it what Jamaican people are all about, which is love and happiness and respect, and that's him in a nutshell. I mean, yeah, he sells weed on the beach and seashells and other <laughs> stuff, but he's honest. He is, and he's just such a cool ass guy. Uh, and of course, I've got a pretty cool picture of him that I'm probably going to make the episode art for this. I episode. think that's that's good. Uh, I love that just because it's just he's so freaking cool. And we're really excited to do this one. So uh, without further ado, let's get into this interview with Shellboy. We'll be back. Welcome back. This is Mickey with the Casual Swinger Podcast. I'm on the beach with Shellboy. If you don't know Shellboy, you haven't been to Jamaica. My man walks around on the beach. He has got the best balance of any human being I've ever seen. Shellboy, how are you today? I'm great, sir. I'm just here relaxing, enjoying myself to see all my people come back yeah. in Jamaica to have a great time because, you know, Jamaica is where you see Shellboy. That's right. You know, it's number one. Sunshine is here, balancing. 
Greetings, love you guys all. I hope you make it down. Welcome back to paradise, you know. So when people come to hedonism, what kind of things can they get from you? Well, you know, I'm shell boy. I do exercising, balancing, and if you want a little marijuana, I call it spinello. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. You want man. it, you want it, I got it. Shell boy, I got it. <laughs> so, and you sell shells too, right? Yes, I sell shells also. That's awesome. Yes, but most of all, I do my little my little spinello. We call it marijuana here. A little marijuana. Yes. No That's pressure, no rush. What you want is what you get. That's right. Yes. And so, and you know, a lot of the people here on the beach don't have clothes on. No. But you come and you bring them the smoke and they yeah. just pay you later. Yeah, yes. You take care of people yeah. and they take care of you. Yes, always. I like Nevertheless. So, Sunshiny day. Tell me what happened when, when they closed the country for COVID. What happened to your business? Well, when it closed for the, the COVID, what's happened? Everything get flat-footed because I see uh, none of my guests coming in and they, you are the, the strength for Jamaica. Always. That's why I make sure I prepare special balancing for you guys. How did you get by? Well, see, there is nothing happening now because what? No, no guests here. Mm -hmm. So I want to tell everybody to come down to see Shell Boy in Jamaica. Yeah, and, I, and greetings in the mighty name of Jesus, the soon coming King. Love. Yes, sir. Yes, love never dies. So did you guys fish? Did you get, I mean, yeah. uh, I mean trees and mangoes and coconuts? Yeah, I mean, yeah, how did you eat? Yeah. What, what I do, I have coconut in my yard. I have breadfruit. I have mango. I have guinea. I have sour sap. I have coconut. I have lime. So that's what I feed off yeah. until all my people get back in the house. Man, you'll never starve to death, will you? Yeah, no, I will never. <laughs> and I have good friends like you send something for me. So big up to all my good friends back home. You got it. Yes. Shellboy, just, this is just a real quick opportunity yeah. to get people to hear how positive you are and how amazing you are. And when they see you walking down the beach, walk up and give you some knuckles and give you respect. Yes, they always do that. That's why I respect them from no matter where you're from. Canada, America, England, no mm -hmm. matter where you're from. You all come back to Jamaica. We, we are here and ready to show that we are, we are one family and we are lovers. We're not fighters. Ah, we love so welcome this. back. All right. Thank you, Shellboy. Respect you, my friend. Yes, you're welcome. This has been Mickey with the Casual Swinger Podcast, yes. giving you Shellboy from the beaches of Jamaica. He's one of the staples here at Hedonism, too. If you haven't been here before, you got to meet this guy. He's one of the most passionate people I've ever met before, and he's right here on the beach waiting for you, and they're not even open yet. July 1st, come down and see Shellboy. This has been Mickey with the Casual Swinger Podcast. We'll be right back. So good hearing from Shelby. I know that was short and sweet, but that made my heart happy. Yeah, you know, the wind was blowing at a pretty good clip, so I knew I was going to struggle with the audio a little bit on that, but I, it was just so great, and he was so willing. I actually got a video of him, too, and he ran, he swam out into the ocean with the ball on his head I'm not and surprised. swam back with the ball on his head and never lost it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I, I mean, Cirque du Soleil neat. should be looking for this guy. It really should, and he calls it balancing and exercising, and, and that's what he does, and it was just... It was so cool to sit and chat with him for a little while, and it really made my day. But you know what else made my day is what we have coming in the next episode. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so weird. So do we give them a little teaser? I think we should. Anyone who's still listening? Right. So, Anybody hasn't checked the fuck out by now? <laughs> a good friend of ours um, that we've known, well, you've known forever. I've known only since I've known you, so maybe 15 years or so. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Vanilla, a.k.a. The Alabaster Scrotum. <laughs> Boys are so mean to each other. 
<laughs> he's so fucking white, he's transparent. <laughs> we, what was the other one? Ginger beard. Right? We called him ginger beard. Yukon Cornelius. That's <laughs> exactly what we need to get him one of those little hats with the fluffy thing on top. Yeah, so uh, oh. so this dude came down to hang out with us for a while. I've known him forever, and he said, you know, I want to be on your podcast. And we're like, you know what? You're so fucking vanilla, you should be on our podcast. Because yes. he was asking a lot of questions. And, of course, the drunker he well, gets, the more questions he asks. So, but he's always, if he has a question, and it's always kind of grazes the surface, and then he stops because he's got a great respect for, you know, our, our privacy when it, as it relates to intimacy and that stuff. But he's always kind of known you've been in the mm-hmm. lifestyle and then by proxy after we'd been together for a while picked it up yeah he, he did and he's always really respectful about it oh, right? absolutely. And, and we'll talk about this next week when we come back to you guys but look forward to this episode because it was a <laughs> lot of fun to record with a complete vanilla who'd never done anything lifestyle in his whole I life i think i almost peed myself from laughing and i'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that but yeah, it yeah. was it was a good time. It was, and I would definitely have him back on again because, you know, as the evening went on after we finished recording, he had, I don't know, 16 bourbons or something, and he had so many more Dude, questions. Dude, I bailed on you guys at 2 a.m. It was a school night, like, and yeah. I, I, I felt someone come to bed. I wasn't sure which one of you it were because, you know, you guys had been drinking. Yeah, at that point and it didn't matter. Could, we could all end up in there for all I knew. <laughs> uh, but th- it wasn't far from setup. I know that it was late. It was very late. And I know that we were feeling it the next day. So that's fine. We'll talk about this next (laughs) week. Why don't you let everybody know where to find us if they have anything to say to the team that is casual swing. Awesome. Well, Feel free to shoot us a message directly if you would like to podcast at casualswinger.com. If you love what we're doing, I would greatly appreciate the review on iTunes. That would be fantastic. And we're casual swinger everywhere. That is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter if you're on social media. And hell, check out our dating site. Why not? We're on Double Date Nation, Cassidy, Quiver, SDC, and SLS. Yeah, that's pretty much all over the place. And hell, even kick. So <laughs> we get kick messages sometimes. <laughs> yeah, when, is this the but same? But I'm just going to warn you, I only check them like twice a week because I'm like a squirrel on acid. It's really hard for me to concentrate. All right, guys. The squirrel on acid and I are going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in this week. You guys have been listening to Casual Swimmer.